Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. edition of the Steve Jones show as we head for another football weekend news radio 1070 WKOK I'm Sean Carey Steve will be in the Sunbury Motors studio in just a moment Sunbury Motors Ford Lincoln Hyundai North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia on the strip routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf Friday edition of our show always brought to you by Brewers Outlet, the beverage supermarket, Reagan Street, Sunbury got everything you need for a perfect tailgate this weekend at your place Beer specials going on through Tuesday. Budweiser Discovery Reserve 12 packs are $7.97. Goose Island Variety 12 packs $9.95. And Coors Light 16 ounce 24 packs just $14.95. Other types of great brews, IPAs, water, soda, snacks, pickle bar, and ice too. And grab a dolly, grab what you need. Convenience to your car and back from Brewers Outlet, the beverage super stocked superstore on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Get in contact with us. Steve Jones at WKOK.com is our email. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter handle at Steve Jones PSU. And subscribe to our free podcast. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, and Google Play. Just search Steve Jones Show and then hit subscribe. And then we drop the shows right to your smartphone and tablet. That's simple. And you can always get access to three months of shows, previous shows, by going to stevejonesshow.com. So we'll be talking college football today with Ben Kershival, CBS Sports, scheduled to join us as well. Uh, National sports writer Adam Kilgore makes a return to the show. Adam's from the Washington Post. And, of course, Friday afternoons we... Get a check-in with Steve's brother, Kevin Jones. He'll call in from Connecticut, and we'll give you our college and pro picks to wrap up the week. So as we said, it's a football Friday here in the Valley as we hit the halfway point in the regular season. And tonight on WKOK, we will have Shikalemi at Jersey Shore, Thompson Street Stadium. Kevin Hearn, the Chief Dave Ritchie, will be on at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Seawinds Grove travels to undefeated Berwick. Live coverage from Crispin Field will start at 6 on Eagle 107. Derek Hicks will join the show at 6.30 and kick off at 7. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and Zach Showers will be in Berwick on Eagle 107. And Lewisburg returns to the cozy confines of Christie this evening as they go up against Hino, Henry Hynoski, and the Shemokin Indians. That'll be on 100.9, the Valley, Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels. 
be on at 6.30. We'll talk to head coach Mark Persing and then the kickoff at 7. Other games across the Valley tonight we'll keep our eyes on. Our scoreboard page at WKOK.com. Warrior Run at Mifflinburg. At the Battle of the Bridge tonight in Lycoming County, Loyal Sock entertains Mentoursville. Loyal Sock is just one play away from being undefeated this year. Loyal Sock lost that buzzer beater earlier in the year to Danville. So tonight, Loyal Sock entertains Mentoursville. Wellsboro is at Hughesville. Jim Thorpe at Midwest. South Williamsport at Bloomsburg. Line Mountain at Millersburg. Milton at Danville. Mount Carmel, North Schuylkill. Should be a great game tonight. Columbia Montour Votech at Montgomery. At the matchup of the Columbias tonight. Central Columbia at Southern Columbia. Upper Dauphin at Tri-Valley. And Newport at Halifax. So check in often tonight. We'll keep our scoreboard page constantly updated for you at WKOK.com. Bucknell on a bye this weekend. Penn State's on a bye this weekend. And then we got the NFL on Sunday. It is the Eagles entertaining Detroit on Eagle 107, a 1 p.m. kick. And the Steelers will be out in California traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. That'll be the 49ers' first home game of the year. And that's on 100.9 the Valley. Also the first start for now Steelers starting quarterback Mason Rudolph on 100.9 the Valley, 225. That's, your guy. that's our guy now. And 425 to kick on Sunday from San Fran. Well. So that's your football menu for the weekend. Now I get to find out. That's right. That's why they drafted him, right? Well. I think they drive him hoping he might be. Well, guess what? Now they're going to find out. And if it pans out, then they don't. Then they'll feel comfortable in not having to use another quarterback. You know, draft another quarterback. If it doesn't pan out, then they may have to look at next year's draft differently. Because who knows how long Ben's going to be out. I mean, we know nothing about what the injury is. Yeah. yeah, nothing specific has been announced as of yet. Also, nothing specific as to whether he has had surgery or not as of yet. Um, I mean, he's saying all the right things. I want to come back better than ever. Better than ever. He wants to honor the the contract extension that he picked up in the spring, you know, the seventy five million dollar deal. Well, if it's an elbow, wouldn't you want James Andrews to look at it? Absolutely. First, second, third opinion, all from him. I would say. Believe me, Jim Bradley's brilliant. But this is also an area of expertise of Dr. James Andrews. I mean, everybody's guessing. Get on that black and gold corporate jet and head to Alabama. We're going to fly commercial. Yeah, he can swing that. And coach. Sure. Sure. Plus, what is it about your team that can't play on the West Coast? Yeah, how about it? I mean, last time they played San Francisco, eh. last time they were in Seattle, they lost. And, of course, last year was the terrible performance they gave in Oakland 
I mean, Oakland was hideous last year, and they, they laid down in that game. I mean, there's one portion of the game where Shannon Spake was on the sideline, and they were focusing on the, the cleats, the players' cleats, because the, the, the field was a little more soft and chewed up than they expected, and the, the, the studs were... You know, they weren't thick enough. So they were trying to find cleats to, to change into in the first. It wasn't even halftime yet. Mm. To add to all the drama that was going on last year, <laughs> it's the last thing they needed. Didn't Josh Dobbs play that game? I believe he did, yes. Yeah, Ben was out for a little bit in that game and came back. See, that's always been my point about Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's a great player. I understand that. I got it. But Antonio Brown has never helped a quarterback of lesser ability. How much did he help Landry Jones? I'm talking about in games, I don't mean to the side. But, you know, how much did he help Landry Jones when he had to play? How much did he help Josh Dobbs when he had to play? He didn't do anything in those Landry games. Landry Jones, making football history as the first ever quarterback drafted in the new 2.0 XFL. Your guy. <laughs> but that's my point, though. Yeah. You know, he's great, he's great, he's great. Well, he's great in part because of who's throwing to him. Because when he's had, quote, lesser talent throwing to him, how good's he been? He hasn't. Right? Speaking of A.B. and the Patriots, one guy I think now that is already fed up talking about A.B., Bill Belichick, cutting off his press conference short because of too many A.B. questions. That's his prerogative, but... Yeah, but the questions are about the -the off-the-field stuff. And they're right, And, and Belichick doesn't go down that road. Well, does he go down that road? I wouldn't. No, no. I don't know enough. See, that's one of the problems with 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 the look at me guy. Hey, the look at me guy, Antonio Brown. Look at me. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Look at me. Le'Veon Bell. Look at me. Guess what? Guess what happens with them? They're teammates. Okay? And now, not so much Ramsey, because Ramsey's there, he can talk for himself. But Brown's pulling his little, I'm going to quit the team, not play this week deal, not show up at practice deal. And, of course, nobody can get in touch with him, correct? And who has to answer all the questions about him? Mike Tomlin, David DeCastro, Roethlisberger, Cam Hayward, right? Le'Veon Bell. He's not there. Doesn't show up last year. Leading up, who's doing all the talking about Le'Veon Bell and for Le'Veon Bell? Ben Roethlisberger, David DeCastro, Kim Hayward. All these guys end up talking about something that they don't really have any knowledge of, have to do the talking for the player, and the player, who is the center and the swirl of the problem, isn't talking to anybody, but everybody else has to waste their time, and believe me, it is a waste of time, talking about something they don't know. 
You think Le'Veon's going to be back this week? Oh, I hope so. If you got him back, what do we mean? No, 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 no. It's like, uh, cut me a break. You just wasted 15 minutes of my time talking about something I don't know anything about. Well, it's the same thing with with Belichick. He probably has more knowledge, at least now, now, than he had before. But he's up there and like he's answering questions about stuff that's legal, lawsuits, stuff that he doesn't need to be involved in. He doesn't need to be making comments about that. Now I understand you have to ask the question and maybe answer the question a second time. In a different way, but there does get to a point where enough's enough. Where look, we're not going to go anywhere with this. So I just want to hear myself talk and ask the question. Let the me too guy talk for himself. It's his. It's his deal. He wants to be the me. You know, look at me guy. So let the look at me guy do the talking. Why Dave Ritchie talks as little as he does on Friday nights? I uh, what? It's a different story. Sorry about that, Sean. <laughs> Kevin going back to the scene of the crime, Jersey Shore tonight. If they let him in, would you? <laughs> I mean, he ripped that whole program a few years ago. Uh, I tell you what, one of them. Probably my favorite place to get dinner in Jersey Shore or breakfast or whatever is the Shore Diner. Probably about three, four blocks up the hill from Thompson Street Stadium. Yeah, I think really? he's, he's banned from there, I believe. Well, excuse me, but what's this added to the list? Well, I can't bring his name up when I go in there because I'm going to make sure I get good food. So, <laughs> oh, exactly right. Yeah, like that's, that's one time you got to put your foot down and look out for yourself. <laughs> Well, let's face it, when it comes to looking out for themselves, <laughs> there's no doubt in the radio station who, who's, who's number one. <laughs> you know, Sammy goes about, does her job, great work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Lawrence does great work. You're exemplary. Right. And then there then there's the then there's the sun. All the planets must circle. Prodigal sun. <laughs> All the planets must circle. We'll come back with more in a moment. By the way, we've got Chickalemi and Jersey Shore coming up tonight. Dave Ritchie will definitely be on the broadcast. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he will be let in. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Brewers Outlet, the beverage super stock superstores, ready for all of your warm weather activities. Camping, picnics, grilling, visit Brewers Outlet first for microbrews, imports, domestic specialties. They got them. Grab some pickles at the pickle bar, Steve Jones's favorite place. Snacks, Brewers Outlet has that covered. Soda, sports drinks, check. Weekly specials, too. And there's lots of convenient parking. So get all the refreshments everyone will love for your next outdoor gathering at Brewers Outlet, the beverage super stock superstore, Reagan Street, Sunbury. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. My question to you is quite simple. How can you win an award when you're banned from so many press boxes? I mean, don't you actually have to be there? That's true. You are going into a year of competition already with a stacked deck, a stacked deck against you. You know, 
Well, who created the deck? Oh, well, he's got to look at himself <laughs> in the mirror, sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to tell you. All right. <laughs> Chief and uh, Kev will have the call tonight of Chickalemi, Jersey Shore. And uh, Sealand's Grove will be on e- uh, Eagle 107 tonight. And Lewisburg will be in action on 100.9 The Valley. Now, next week... Next week, you were wondering, gee, what are you going to do with Penn State football on a Friday night? Well, it turns out that Lewisburg is playing a Saturday game next week. So, despite Kevin whining, moaning, and complaining about he thinks he should be on 94KX, he's going to be on 100.9 in the Valley. Chiefs seem pretty happy about it. You know darn well he complained about it. <laughs> That's my chance. I'll plead the fifth on this one. I, I want to be. I want to be on the flamethrower. <laughs> you know I'm right. That's why you. You and comment. Jack will be here next Friday night. Kevin, yes, the chief, will. will be on 100.9 The Valley, and then Greg and Justin next Saturday night. And by the way, that yeah. game will be played in Seawans Grove next Saturday night because of a uh, uh, Bucknell family weekend. So it's going to be Lewisburg versus Bloomsburg to be played at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field in Seawans Grove. So that'll be next Saturday, the 28th. Hmm. So All there right. You, so there you go. Well, this week everything is standard fare. So That's right. We'll give everyone lots of reminders next week, so we'll make sure you know where to go, what to listen to, and all that. So. All right. Our buddy Kershaw's back, Ben Kershaw from CBS Sports. We always have a lot of fun talking with him. Adam Kilgore, Washington Post on the new age quarterback in the NFL and how college is influencing it. Just wrote an article in the Washington Post about that. Final half hour, the king who did send picks, and I'll be honest with you, I can't remember what he sent. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and on every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Hey, come closer. Word has it Sunbury Motors is preparing for their biggest truck sale ever. Pick from Central PA's largest selection of new Ford trucks with savings up to $16,350 during Sunbury Motors' massive September truck and SUV sale. Over 45 2019 Ford Escapes starting at just $18,180. Four-wheel drive 2019 Ford Echo Sports are slashed to as low as $17,320. SMC has up to eight grand off 2019 Ford Edges and up to a whopping $13,000 off Ford Expeditions. All clearly marked with these huge discounts. Maybe you'd better pull over and write this down. The hot, all-new 2019 Ford Ranger has discounts up to $6,500. And Sunbury Motors has 2019 Ford F-150 crew cabs slashed to just $32,909. That's a lot of slashing. SMC is where you want to be right now for the largest truck and SUV sale in Sunbury Motors' 104-year history. Hurry while supplies last. But don't tell anyone. 
taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in that pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. And by the way, Buner loves the garlic. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, and Hummel's Wharf. By the way, coming up tonight, oh, by the way, the Brewers Outlet specials, how about Budweiser Discovery Reserve? Now, that's actually pretty cool. 12-pack, seven ninety seven. Goose Island Variety. 12 pack 995 and Coors Light 16 ounce 24 packs 1495. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Tonight, Shikalimi's at Jersey Shore. We know Dave Ritchie will be allowed to get in. Uh, after that, do we send a backup? Well, we didn't have to do that two years ago, thank goodness. Yeah, but that's because we snuck him in the back door. <laughs> yeah, I know a way or two getting through to, into Jersey Shore that people may not be aware of. So, yeah, like you getting you know the back streets of State College, every shortcut known to man to. Uh, well, it yeah, keeps the, me off. It keep, right. it keeps me off the mean streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm just checking. Uh, Lewisburg, Greg Wetzel will be, you know, he'll be open. I mean, welcome with open arms. Shickle at Seals Grove's got what, Berwick? Out to Christmas I mean, Field tonight, yes. Go up against I, the undefeated I, Bulldogs and Carmen Francesco, now the new head coach I, of, the, of the Dogs. I mean, I mean, O'Brien and Brandt are welcome with open arms everywhere. And they, they, they don't walk into places bitter. Same with Dave Hess. Yeah, it doesn't walk in better. No. No, at least. And there's some people that feel like they own the place. All right, well, fine. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get to Ben Kirschel, CBS Sports. Ben, it is always fun to have you with us. I'm good, man. How are you doing? It's great to have you back. I know. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I understand that. Uh, let's. Uh, Dabo Sweeney took a couple little like neat little dig here, a little dig there. Citadel's going to yeah. play Alabama. You know, is this all gamemanship, or is there something behind it? Well, I never thought that the head ball coach would rub off on Dabo, but <laughs> here we are. Because. <laughs> you know, nobody throws shade better than Spurrier. He was all, he was the best at and it. He's the he's and he's still the best. I mean, he re, he's still to this day. I mean, obviously we we know each other from when I covered the AAF. Yeah, and uh, and he was. Uh, I mean, uh, I he's still lightning quick. You know, even yeah. even today. And so for for Davo, I feel like it's sort of rubbed up uh, on him a little bit. You know, 
I think he's I think he's just joking. I think he knows he poked a bear. Yeah. Because people get so sensitive about conference prestige. Yeah. No more so than in the SEC. I mean, they will defend it tooth and nail. Yeah. And whereas, you know, like you asked me, like, is this like I get questions all the time? Is the Pac-12 really that? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's yeah. twelve individual teams. Exactly. Like, just I stop, agree with you. Stop asking me about it. But Dabo knows he poked a bear, so he's poking it just because it's kind of fun. That being said, it was I think ten ten Alabama Citadel at that. Now Alabama went on won like fifty to seventeen. You know, he's not talking about that. I, I think the big thing is. When you're talking about Alabama blowing else, you know, everyone else uh, in the SEC besides Georgia out of the water, I, I just think that refers to the fact that the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Georgias, maybe the Ohio State of, of the world, there's about three or four teams that are so far ahead of everybody else uh, just in terms of, of the talent they have on the field, and obviously Alabama's one. Yeah, I mean, no, no question. Uh, Five Power Five conferences, Ben. Should there be? Uh, we've always celebrated the individuality of the conferences, but because of the college football players, should there be some uniformity in terms of maybe not how many conference games you play, but the number of Power Five games that you play in a season? No, I think that's. Uh, I think that label is is weird. <laughs> uh, are you going to tell me that Houston and UCF are like a, a grade below Power Five? You can no, play I'm not, for. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you that, Ben. But at the same time, like after that, after Houston and UCF, it's a long list of like they can't wait to have you as your homecoming game. No, no. Tell that to Nevada. Well, Penn State, Penn State will see Nevada next year in the opener. So. Yeah, I mean, so you know, Wyoming just beat. So I'll, 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 I'll just say this. There's more talent disbursement now than there's ever been in college football. Not, not only with the, the scholarship cap, but also with the transfer portal and guys moving on and going to some place where they can get some right. playing time. So for, so for one game, yeah, I, I think they can, right. you know, they can get up for these, for these matches and, and, and have some success. Uh, the whole th- so as far as uniformity goes, you know what I would actually like to see, and Nick Saban's in favor of this, and uh, and you can probably guess why no one else in the SEC is in favor of it. <laughs> Nick Saban wants nine conference games. Right. You know why he's in favor of it? Because he's probably going to win eight or nine of those conference <laughs> games, man. When you're when right. you're like Matt Luke and you're sitting there going, "Yo, man, I'm just trying to go six and six. Right. <laughs> you know, can, can we not play a ninth conference game? I want to see you play more of your conference opponents because I am generally speaking in favor of doing things scheduling wise that are that are better for you, for your players, for your conference. I'm I'm in favor of, of all of those things. South Carolina played Alabama last week. That was the first time in a, nine years. Yeah. You know? I mean it's just that that should not happen. It just it shouldn't. I, I'm not a traditionalist on many things. I feel like that's one place where I am. Right, uh, and, and let's let's also be honest about the Power Five team. They are not all alike. I've you know you schedule Oregon State and Illinois. They're a long list of group of five teams that are much better than Oregon, Oregon State, and Illinois. That's I think that's fair to say. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The only teams there were about like I said earlier. There's about four teams that are ahead of everyone else. There's a very short list of of teams that 
can get sort of formulaic with their scheduling, right? Because at that point, you're playing for a playoff spot, yeah. right? You don't right. want to you, you don't want to make it too hard on yourself because everyone always talks about strength of schedule. We know the committee doesn't reward the toughest road; they reward do you win. So right. you you don't want to make it so hard on yourself that you sort of play yourself out of it. For everyone else, though, look, people are schools are battling attendance issues right now because streaming is available. The home viewing experience has never been better. So other than coaches not wanting to play harder games because mm-hmm. wins matter, I would say for most, uh, most programs, you know, schedule two really good non-conference games. You, you might lose one or both of them, but I, I think you schedule them for the entertainment value. All right. Well, it's interesting because you bring up how South Carolina and Alabama haven't played in nine years. Uh, Nebraska's been in the Big Ten since 2011. You know how many trips Penn State's made to Lincoln to play football? One. I'm going to guess based on the phrasing, yeah, one, one or zero. One. One. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand in this era of divisions the rhyme or reason is I have no idea what the Big Ten's. I, I mean, Ben, I announced Big Ten football. I have no idea how the schedules went together in terms of the crossover games. None. Uh, you I, know what you do. Get rid of Rutgers. Just get a buyback on that. Just get a buyback on that one. And then, uh, you know what you do? Get rid of divisions. And uh, I can't even take credit for this idea. I wish it was mine. It's not. It's Bill Connolly's who's now at ESPN. Get pods, man. Get about two or three permanent guys that you play, yeah. and then just alter, alternate out everyone else. So it's like the pod system in the NCAA tournament where we regionalize it. I, if you, I guess if you want to look at it that way, I, I would just say make sure you have two or three permanent opponents, and then if you want to regionalize it, fine, but I would just say make sure that, again, this, this goes back to me, I think you should play nine conference games. Because yeah. I think uh, you should have... Once every four years, you should have you should have had played a a conference opponent. Uh, yeah, and I agree with that. It's because look at uh, I'll give you an example in the Big Ten. All right, so you're Penn State. You're going to play the six teams in your division, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're off to a good start. All right. So that's every year. So that leaves you with three games to play in the other division. So you take three schools: uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Uh, and in whatever combination, in a two-year period, you play them home and away. Then you take the next three schools, right? And in a two-year right. period, you play them home and away. Then the seventh one, you couple back and then double back to the first two. And now in a span of five years, you played everybody. Isn't that a conference? Yeah. Also, your conference should not be 14 teams, man. Oh, I know. What are we oh, doing? I know. It, 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 and then the, the internet rumor mill runs crazy. Like, you know, we should have a 64 team conference. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> Why have conferences at all? Just everyone go back right. to the days of being independent. Or your conference, like, right. your conference back in like 1915 was five schools because they were all within 30 miles of each other. Right. And you can get to them by horse and buggy. <laughs> Otherwise, just don't, just don't do it. Uh, I always feel history is the greatest teacher. It seems like everybody forgot the WAC went to 16 teams. Okay, did they really? Yeah, the WAC, the Western Athletics Conference, the Western Athletic Conference before it split <laughs> and became the WAC in the Mountain West. Yeah, was 16. The, teams. the hottest stars burn fastest, man. They went yeah. up to 16 teams, and now they're not a conference. Right, anymore. 16 teams. 
They actually, it's been done before, and guess what? It didn't work. And this is when they were considered to be not on the same level as the Pac-12. Yeah, they were, they were good, considered though. to be a teams. rising conference. Yeah, they had good teams. Yeah, and it failed. It too, too many teams too spread out, and you can't get anything going with anybody. You know what, I said this is, this is kind of a tangential point, but you know what I saw go across the ticker the other day? You know what college football teams spend a year on hotels alone? This is just hotels. This oh, isn't I can't anything wait. else. What do, you th- I can't, I, it's, I, I, do you want me to guess? If you want. Five, what, $51 million? No, no, okay, it's not that much. It's $5 million. But oh, like, five, $5.1 million. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, some, it's it's millions of dollars though. Yeah, just I mean this is just on hotels. I know. Yeah, and wow. that's I mean that's not including any other travel. I mean it's, it's now Power Five Power Five programs are raking in money now, but still that, that's a lot of money out the door just on travel. Well, and it doesn't include charters. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't include meals. Does it? You know, there's a lot of areas. It doesn't include the bus transportation you need, you know, to and from each airport. Uh, it's it's a hefty number. Yeah. No wonder schools want to drop football, man. I don't blame them. <laughs> so what do you think of the season so far, Ben? Oh, it's fine. There's 13 more weeks to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, it's good. I mean, I, I'm sort of here, – here's what I'm waiting on because I've watched it now for a few weeks. I mean, there's a ton of storylines we can go over. But if there's one, I was I was kind of thinking about this today kind of getting ready for the upcoming week. I'm waiting for Clemson to just take off. Yeah. And they and they and they've won. They've won and they've won big and, you know, Trevor's been good. He's had the five picks, but he's been good. And every once in a while those wide receivers make like a one handed behind the back <laughs> yeah. no look catch yeah. as they're falling down and being tackled. Like I mean obviously they're very good. But I'm kinda waiting for the whole thing to click. And I, I don't know why it hasn't um, I'm not ready to liken it to like Florida State won the national title in 2013, which was Jameis's redshirt freshman year, and then the next year, like they were still good, but you know you kind of wow. watched them and you went something's just like just not quite the same. Yeah, and and I'm sort of kind of getting a little bit of that feeling with Clemson's offense. I think at some point it'll take off. But I'm sort of waiting to. The crazy thing is, is everyone looked at Clemson coming into the year going, well, how are they going to replace all those studs on defense? Yo, that defense looks fast. They're really good. They, Brent Venables is coaching them up. I, I, I don't know if they are ahead of the offense, but they are much farther along early in the season than I expected them to be. That defensive game plan against Texas A&M was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, well executed, but it was outstanding in terms of what they wanted to do. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has three red uh, picks this year that I think ended up either in the red, like being in the red zone for the other team or near the red zone or maybe in plus territory. Something like that. I'm getting the exact numbers wrong. But three of those, like three of those picks of his five, Clemson gave up zero points in all of those situations. I mean, you want to talk about putting your defense in a bad spot, and they have not paid the price for it in the least. All right. I'll say this, you know, it's interesting. You and I both know that because of the exits of players and the recruitment of players, the personality of a locker room can change slightly from time to time. I'm wondering, even though the, these guys were mostly on defense, you wonder if the personality of the team changed a little bit only because 
And even though the defense is playing great, they had a lot of really strong personalities on that defensive line that sometimes permeates the entire locker room. Talking about Christian Wilkins? Yeah. Doing, doing splits? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can't do it. Can you? Oh, no. I can, I've can. i only started to get into hot yoga, and I'm still like trying to reach my toes. Like it, it's still not going well for me, and I'm fairly fit, and it's, it's not happening. So, no, I, I, I give him credit for that. Uh, that's a tough question for me to answer. Well, no, I, I think you've got to be there every day to know it. But, yeah. You know, but I think it's it, uh, at least if you're going to ask a question, it's at least something to think about. How about that? Sure. Uh, that's a, that is a valid, clear-eyed take on that. I would, I would say that. Yes. Yeah. Um, how much do you miss the AAF? Uh, I mean, not like that much. I okay. mean, it was, I mean, I, so okay. Here's, I'll tell you what, because we've had conversations in the past about this. What I miss was being on the forefront of that. And yeah. we, you know, we go back to our previous conversations. I mean, we talked at length about how this was as much of an exercise for me professionally to yes to sort of be the Adam Schefter of something. Exactly. And, um, and so I miss that part of it. I miss the work of, of having the sources and the, the connections yeah. and trying to build something that was really fun and, and special. Um, but it's a, it's a, it was an LLC and you know what? Like a lot of businesses mm-hmm. went belly up you know, I mean, that, that is a tale as, as old as time. And uh, so, I mean, I miss the work on it from that perspective. But you know what? Uh, one, of, one of the guys who I really like in the AAF, Moose Johnson, I mean, he's yeah. now with X, the XFL Dallas team. Yep. And you know what? That's going to boot up here in the next year. You know, I'll move over XFL and, and you know, do some stuff there. And you got some people that you knew from the AAF. Look, I want everything to succeed. Of course I wanted the AAF to succeed, but it didn't, and so I move on. And that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> you yeah. know, I we love having you on the show. It's a lot of fun when you're on. Appreciate your well, take appreciate on everything. Ah, you, you're just fun to talk with. You know, you know what you're talking about with your fun. Well, I, I fake it till you make it, Steve. I mean, I don't know about <laughs> Now you've found out the success of this show. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know, it's like I always co- I come on and coming out of the, uh, the commercial break for like your bump, you're like, all right, this day in history, you know, you're going over these old like baseball scores. I'm like, how in the world are you guys going over this? Because I, how does anybody know the significance of any of those things? It's like a hundred years ago, man. I know. Uh, it's interesting. And then, then I'll say something as to what else happened, and nobody knows if I'm right. <laughs> and, and nobody knows if I'm right or not. <laughs> but it sure does sound good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Steve, man, I always, I always love coming on your show, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Ben. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, thank you. Ben Kershaw, CBS Sports. All right, we'll come back in the next half hour. Well, we're going to take a look at some of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Adam Kilgore from the Washington Post will join us back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It's always fun talking with Ben Kershaw. It was interesting. I was talking with a friend of mine last night. 
And we're talking about the California bill where they're talking about potentially paying athletes. It would go into effect. Not not paying athletes, I'm sorry. Would allow a student athlete to be able to make money off their image. And, of course, people have praised it and so forth. You know, if I'm living in California, I expect a lot more from my legislature than that. I've got road problems. I've got bridge problems. Okay? They just lost a high-speed rail contract. I got people living in the streets. And and that's what you're passing bills about? Let the NCAA work it out. NCAA may not be the most popular body on the face of the earth, but let them work it out. Now, if the idea is to force them to do something, but I expect my legislature to actually do something that's <laughs> that actually does something. That's the part that I look at that as like, don't you have something better to do? Aren't there enough, quote, problems out there you have to deal with? I don't know. Just shake your head about this stuff sometimes. Like, do your job. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.